0: And Needle in the Camel's Eye. You're with Julian, getting through these reviews quite quickly today. Scream 6. Um, probably not a franchise that needs much um, acknowledgement, really. Um, I I thought the first Scream film was excellent. and They brought this paradigm of being a self-aware serial killer movie with a lot of commentary on the other films but it was also a clever one uh, and it also sort of folded in the notion of you know teenagers at university becoming obsessed with serial killers and doing it themselves and um the other ones kind of padded along um and i don't know that any of the other films have been particularly great but they've all been semi-watchable and that was um neve campbell and courtney cox uh with a like the two main stars of the original ones and last year they brought it back um with a successful scream 5 relaunch and brought neve campbell who is missing from this film um slightly unforgivably i feel um and they're just gonna make them and make them make them i had a lot of problems with that film it was it was often really watchable but the whole self-awareness thing became so grating they constantly talked about what the film was and what other serial killer slasher films were, to an extent where it became extremely tiresome. And particularly in the last half hour, they just went on and on about what the victim would do and what normally happens in these kind of films. And it just became so over the top in its self-awareness. that It's kind of folded into parody of itself. So I wouldn't say it was a great film but it was passable. Scream 6 has come back and we get the usual high school setup, well not the college setup where we get Melissa Barrera and Jenny Ortega who are sisters and uh, Melissa was in the previous one or has been, you know, her boyfriend ended up being a serial killer himself and a lot of the other kids uh, in college regard her as being through conspiracy theories being potentially the person that orchestrated the whole thing so she gets a lot of abuse and her younger sister jenny ortega suffers as well and wants to go on and make a life on her own um, but they're always on the watch out for if anyone is connected with this these various kill sprees over the years inspiring someone else to come after them and so on And uh, Courtney Cox turns up as um, the uh, same reporter that she's been in, all of them. So, I mean, the the stories are analogous to each other every single time. Um, Someone is wearing a screen mask and going around killing people and it's obscure who it might really be and there's going to be a big twist towards the end that it's one of their friends and so on. Which is essentially every Scream movie. Um, and that's, that's what happens here. We get a cop. Uh, who's a cop played by? Dermot Mulroney, who's probably one of the bigger names here, and his daughter. Who, um, Jasmine Savoy Brown, is that her? Who plays Quinn? Oh, Liana Liberato. Um, She's one of the standouts of the film. She plays the cop's daughter who lives in the same (coughs) uh, student digs as the uh, Jenny Ortega and the um, uh, Melissa Barrera characters. And we get the same thing happening where um, we get the opening. So the opening of the first screen was uh, iconic. Um, with the whole phone call situation, I think Drew Barrymore, very iconic sequence, Uh, one of the most memorable probably of any screen screen sequence. Um, This time around we get uh, an Aussie, Aussie actress, I can't remember what her name is, sitting at a bar, and she gets a phone call from her Tinder date, who she doesn't know what he looks like, and he manages through the course of the conversation to coax her into coming outside not the stupidest thing that any of the people in this movie do by an enormous margin um but it is actually the best sequence in the film but they also overplay it as well um because you do know what's coming it's just that if they'd have done it better it would have been a really really great sequence but um from that point on we know that there is someone else a new person wearing the famous scream mask going around killing people but very quickly fixating on uh, melissa and jenny the two sisters who were involved in previous rounds of the scream murders um, and gradually knocking off her friends and classmates and roommates and people one by one and you know who is the scream mask this time um there's so many things wrong with this film so apart like one of the things is it it's it claims to be really, really self-aware and suffers from that a painful uh, verbosity when it comes to talking about other films, whilst doing them itself. So the characters act in a very stupid manner throughout, to the point where you are putting your head in your hands as to how stupid can they be, and the incredulous nature of the world they live in is almost like the John Wick movies where the police aren't really there they only turn up at crime scenes after things have happened so you've got this this lead girl melissa who is not only the next potential victim of a mass serial killer but also one of the suspects for being that serial killer left to her own devices to hang out and have dinner parties with her friends with no police presence at all they're just left alone even though murders have already been building up it's so incredulously stupid like the police wouldn't have at least put someone there or put them in protective custody but no apparently even though there have been several bloody murders and she was not only connected to the previous murders but is a suspect in the current ones they let them go about their daily life to be frequently preyed upon so that really, really ruined this film for me, because it is so unbelievably stupid all the way through, yet yeah, claims to be meta and self-aware, and we're going to tell you what normally happens in this kind of film, but they do it to a, a, such a trite extent anyway, so it really did ruin this film for me, it's so frequently bafflingly stupid um that it it would have worked better had they just done a parody of slasher movies and not made the point of we know what slasher movies are like all the way through continually and one of the characters just did it all the time like weighing up who would be next or who was the most likely to be the villain and and again they they do such stupid things like the people they have around them for very weak reasons as well. It's, it's like there's a sequence in it where they get on a train and they all have to stay together to be safe. So they get on one train and they're not even looking after each other getting on the train. So the the crowd pushes them apart. So two of them have to get on the next train. So they're split up, creating this incredibly dangerous uh, event, which had no reason to happen in any way, and the logical. Given that they're talking to each other on their phone. Get off the train and get on the next one. But apparently that's impossible. So they leave those two people to become prey of the of the serial killer. So it is so mind-blowingly stupid. It's also not very interesting. It doesn't offer any originality in any of the kills. They're really rote. Um, and I would expect nothing. The absolute baseline here is that they actually brought up some interesting... Um, you, you know new kills or some you know interesting deaths in the film and it just doesn't happen the the slight saving grace here is that the last 15 minutes are probably the best in the film you do get a semi-reasonable twist and some semi-reasonable kills in that final 15 minutes but it's far too late by that stage Melissa Barrera fine she's beautiful and fairly anonymous uh, but it's totally fine The one that has a great spark here is jenny ortega who's now a massive um, star after the series wednesday and you can see why she's the one with the live wire spark um no none of their other friends stand out at all apart from that one i mentioned liana liberato who i thought it's, it's almost like a role i could imagine karen gilliam doing 10 years ago um i thought she was really really good her and jenny ortega really stood out but overall, it is so rote. It tries to be um, a commentary and, you know, a self-aware parody of something that it is a low rent version of itself. So sadly, um, you might find some entertainment as a once through. But I'm going to give Scream Six a three and a half out of ten.